I, it's nice to see that we're starting off 2021 pretty much the same way we start off every year without Kevin, who cannot yeah. be counted on for anything. Well, hey, at least he's uh, he's doing his homework. So that's that's a good thing, right? He's being a good boy doing his homework, although he should have done his homework like three weeks. Yeah, ago. I was going to say he's like that kid who's literally like walking into class scribbling the final answers to his homework assignment. That's not cool. <laughs> I've been walking into class 45 minutes late. Skippy, Skippy, what did you get for question four? <laughs> but, uh, oh well, all right. I guess uh, we'll just sort of bullshit until he gets here, if he ever gets here. I, I, I enjoyed another milestone with uh, my daughter. Oh, she, she hates uh, you now? No, 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 no. We had a wonderful time the other night. It was like we watched um, that that uh, Amazon thing, the 2020, Death to 2020, which Netflix, I thought was mean. Netflix, yes. Sorry. Oh, you did see that. Oh, I should yeah. have added that to the list. Yeah, we, I... we watched that, and it was funny. I, I enjoyed it, you know, and I had a couple of drinks in me, but it was narrated by or hosted or whatever the fuck you want to call it, by Samuel Jackson. No, so, no, it was narrated by Lawrence Fishburne. One of the what? people talking was Samuel L. Jackson, but the main narration was done. Oh yeah, well by that, that's, Lawrence that's Fishburne. what I meant. He was, you know, like the 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 he he. I guess because I started with him, and you know, he was like, "What am I doing?" You know, and they were just like, "Just talk." Like he was just himself. Other people were playing characters. Yeah, it's so, funny because like I halfway or maybe even two thirds into the movie, I was I had to look under you know when they show their names and who they are. Right. It says like he was supposed to be like an editor for New York Times. I'm like, oh, oh, was that's he? Like a character? Yeah. I'm like, then oh, I missed that. Or an author or something like that. But basically, just completely, I forgot that you're right. Out of everyone else, like there, he was just being Samuel L. Jackson. Oh, that's, that's funny. Yeah. Uh, I, I I thought that he was being Sam uh, Jackson. So actually, before that. We watched the history of curse words or whatnot with um. I want to see that with Nick Cage. It was it was cool. It was fun. I like the etymology of words and stuff like that. So we watched that, and then um, my wife went to bed. So my daughter and I watched the um, the you know death to twenty twenty. But uh, because Sam Jackson was in there, I was like, oh, you know what? We need to watch. We need to watch Snakes on a Plane. So oh, I was going to say the bodyguard, uh, the Hitman's bodyguard. Oh, we, we've watched that already. Oh, okay. I was going to say. But, I mean, Snakes on a Plane, you know, you got to you gotta say you've watched that. You know, I really, really did not enjoy that movie. I thought I was going to enjoy it. And on paper, it sounds like, how could this possibly not be enjoyable? But Oh, it's horribly cheesy. Yeah, but I thought it was. I don't know. I kind of expected more cheese. I don't know. It's weird to explain. It's almost like it took itself too seriously at some point. And I mean, really? really I yeah, didn't get that. It's like, okay, so again, on paper, it sounds like the perfect cheese recipe. Because you're like, because like, literally like the mafia people are like, how are we going to kill him? And the guy's like, well, we're just going to sneak some snakes on a plane. How else are you going to kill somebody? What, like with a gun or something? And you're like, oh yeah, this is going to be amazing. But then the movie just becomes a weird horror movie where these snakes are actually killing people. And you're like, Okay, all right, and then like yeah, the but it's I mean, and then it's at the a, very end it gets insane again. But like the middle part is almost a little too like uh, a little bit. I, I mean, it's 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 the way that these people are getting 
eaten by the snake. I mean, it's it's obviously a, a total cheesy movie. I mean, you know, like getting like, oh no, I, I like the dog got eaten and all that other shit. Yes. And then like like the, the the three the first three quarters of the movie are just a a build up. The the it only exists for them for him to be able to go. I'm sick of these motherfucking snakes on this motherfucking plane. Yeah, so I, yeah. I don't see how that that movie can actually take itself seriously. You should watch the PG-13 rated version where he says, I, "What what does he say? I'm so tired of these monkey snakes on this monkey plane or something like that." <laughs> there's a, oh god, that's horrible. Yeah, there's an entire video showing how what they did to edit out the cursing in that movie and the substitutions are horrendous. <laughs> Yeah, it's like I'm tired of this mother father playing and these monkey snakes. It's something absolutely ridiculous. Like, oh why are you even bothering it? That's pretty funny. Or not really. It's, it reminds <laughs> me of when they when they did a PG-13 version of The Big Lebowski. And you know that uh, part where John Goodman is, is screaming, "This is what happens when uh, when you fuck a stranger in the ass." Uh vaguely. It's been a while since I've seen. It's it. when they find when they confront the kid and they um. They confront him with his homework. Remember when his card gets stolen and inside the car they found they find like this piece of a kid's homework. So they go to his house and they confront the kid and yes. his family. Yeah. So John Goodman starts beating the car with a bat and he's screaming, this is what happens when you fuck a stranger in the ass. <laughs> in the PG-13 uh, version, they replaced it with, with, this is what happens when you meet a stranger in the Alps. Yes, this is what uh, happens when you meet a stranger in the Alps is what they came up with. Wait, isn't that... But then he would be singing "The Hills Are Alive" with the sound of music instead of beating a car with a bat, right? Maybe in the director's cut, I don't know. But yeah, that was. I, sometimes you watch these and it's like, dude, just mute it, just, 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 mute it. <laughs> that's pretty bad. Yeah, that's pretty. That's 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 pretty god awful. Also, I really don't think we're taking this full opportunity to make fun of Kevin behind his back while he's not here. It's true. It's true. So. So actually, I'm sorry. I interrupted your story. You were telling me about the great night you had hanging out with your kid, which is awesome, by the way. Like that's oh, the kind no, of thing it was good. I, I, just bonding with my with my daughter when she I gets felt older. that was good bonding, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Like I'm looking forward to introducing her to all the things as well and seeing what actually sticks. Like I would love if she like watched hockey with me, for example, because I have no one to watch hockey with, and I love hockey, and I have no one to watch it with, and it's <laughs> and it's slowly killing me. And then, uh, like, I wanted to watch, like, horror movies with me because my wife will not watch horror movies. She hates horror movies. Um, I had to beg her, bribe her, tie her down and threaten her to watch A Cabin in the Woods. Which that's is not, not a horror movie. Right, exactly. Like, I had to explain. I was like, it's a horror movie, but it's not. But I don't want to spoil it. So just please just watch it. Trust me. You will love it. I mean, honestly, <laughs> Snakes on a Plane is more of a horror movie than, than fucking... Then, uh, there's some really weird movies that are defined as horror movies. Uh, we, actually, I was just talking to, uh, oh, man, I forget what the movie was. Me and my friend were just talking about something. Um, well, okay, I mean, this is gonna make for really amazing listening. Like, as I try to remember the name of a movie that I had with a during a conversation with a person who's not even on this podcast. But yeah, that's um, why you could edit stuff out. <laughs> that's true. But I did find it funny that years ago, and you can look this up. Uh, Time Magazine came out with a list of the top horror movies of all time. Uh-huh. Did you, did you hear about this? No. Okay, so this came, again, this came out, I think, maybe like 15 years ago. Top, like, 100, 100 or top 20 horror movies of all time. Do you want to take a completely wild guess what number one was? You will never guess it, but just take a stab at it. Uh, I, I don't know. Halloween. 
No, no, no. Bambi. They named Bambi the top horror movie of all time. Uh, Google it if you don't believe me. I no, I I, I believe you. No, but I'm talking like... to our list. I'm talking to our listener. Oh. Because there's ever hearing this is going, no, this is another thing that Skippy just fucking made up. Like he makes everything up. But no, they actually said ban- they said the they said the part, the first part of the movie where because it's supposed to be a kids movie. Watching that part where his mother is murdered and like right before him and he has to like live through all of that is one of the most fucked up things you can show to a child. Okay, that might be a fucked up thing to show to a kid, but it doesn't mean that it's winning the Oscar for, like, best horror film. No, not best. They're saying it's, like, the scariest horror movie. Right, no, I, I understand that. And, and to me, like, the what would make, like, the scariest movie would be the best horror film. I mean, if that's the case, if they did that now, it would be any press conference that Trump gave. Well, yeah, now we've lived the worst horror movie of all time, so nothing – like, you literally can't – like, that's the thing. Like, in the last few years, like, watching horror movies and disaster movies or just, like, really sad, depressing movies, you're like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, so this is a documentary that – Yeah, exactly, you know. yeah. So Death to 2020 Part 75 – I don't know. It's like, <laughs> yeah, I don't feel bad for any of you people. It's like, yeah, you, you got murdered by a – by a psychopath and then got stuffed in a trunk. But we had four years of Trump. I mean, it was a six of one, burn. half a dozen of another. <laughs> yeah, at least yours ended relatively quickly. Like, oh, your family was murdered in front of you. Ah, oh, we watched country, the whole entire country murdered in front of us for four years. So, <laughs> good times. Uh, yeah, I'm actually kind of glad that we took such a long break because it it's kind of nice uh, to know that um, at least some of that is now behind us. We can, like, I know nothing amazing has completely happened since, you know, the years, you know, we switched into 2021. But it, it's nice that we just kind of took a break for all that time just because that's all we would be talking about. Yeah, really. It's it's true. It's It really is. And, yeah. and you know, we'll, we'll finish up now, but, the, you know. Yeah, yeah, we're still, I mean, it's still dragging nicely into it. I mean, we started the year off with a nice, like, little civil war, but, you know. Well, this whole, you know, it's... A, it's always good to keep you on your toes. <laughs> <laughs> so I think Kevin is trying to jump on at this point. He's no. Ah, shit. He found a way to join. Oh, he joined. Damn it. Uh, all right. Let's talk about something else other than his face. Uh, you're all pissed at me. His, yeah, his I got butt. His ass. What's the difference? I was trying to figure out What's if you're live yet. Oh, you are. Yeah, you. I didn't have you. to watch the show. Hi, Kevin. Yes, you did. It's a movie. Oh, my God. Did you watch a show called Tenet? Did you watch the wrong thing? No. Okay. All right. He's like, wait, this was about someone that was, like, renting an apartment? I don't don't get it. (laughs) It was was on the 13th floor? Yeah. Yeah, guys, it's not that much of a twist. I get it. He he was, you know, he finally paid his mortgage. Great. Sweet. So did you actually finish the movie? Yes. Okay. All right. Well, we'll get to it. I think we should leave that for the end when when we're nice and boozed up. So actually, before we even get to that, um, it, it, the first episode of 2021, it finally has arrived. Oh, my God. It's here, and everything is just as bad as it was in 2020. We could have literally not waited a bunch of months. We could have just done episodes and complained about exactly the same shit as we have been for the last, you know, four years. It's true. Although me and... Uh, 
Jerry, we're talking about that now we have the added benefit of a little civil war. So there's that. I feel like there's less on the other side than there was previously. Less. That's, that's on, true. Less on the other side. What do you mean? The, the pro-Trump side. Well, no, because they all have their own little social networks now. We just don't see them as much because they all moved on. I think they're a little divided, though. So the GOP and the Trump supporters are divided, yes. But I don't know. I, I can't – you know what? I'd rather just, just – I just need a break from all that shit. I really do. Yep, I agree. I mean it's like but, now we have two enemies instead of one. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Well, no, that's okay. The GOP is now our friend, so yeah, it's, it's fine. That's a whole other fucking – that's a, that's a whole episode all on its own. Hey, so uh, I'm drinking butterscotch whiskey. Here nice. you go. You can see it. This was given wow. to me by a very good friend, uh, who may or may not be Jerry. I'm I'm getting screwed. Oh, you got screwball. So my screwball ran out. Yeah. My delicious, delicious peanut butter flavored screwball whiskey is dry. There's I'm there's waiting. more of it waiting for you soon. I yes, mean, you know, if 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 my deadbeat kid doesn't drop it off you can always go get it yeah no i will career is on its way yes i'm glad to know that it's literally down the road um i'm still also still amazed that i can't just fucking go to a liquor store and buy it like what the hell man yeah that's kind of weird especially it seems like it's wildly popular so it is and it's getting more popular and there are some really no-name weird whiskey scotches and bourbons that are, are lining the shelves of my local abc store and yet the stuff that I want is nowhere to be found. Like I can't find monkey shoulder anywhere. My friend had to get that to me as well. It's, it's, it's a really good scotch that I like. And um, it is nowhere to be found around here. Or at least I can't find it. Hmm. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. I have to pause. Uh, monkey shoulder. If you can find it, please get it. Uh, I don't mean for me. Just get it for yourself. It is very, very good. Oh, okay. It also has a little cute little like monkey medallion on the bottle. It's really cute. It's like a metal. Oh, you can't go wrong with a monkey. No, you can't. Well, <laughs> unless you don't put diapers on them and let them run around your house. All kinds of monkey business then. Oh, God. Uh, so glad you made the podcast, Kevin. <laughs> it, it, it really <sighs> sucked until you got here with your sense of humor. <laughs> God Maybe damn. What would you I'm do losing. if I didn't laugh at myself? Be I like, think I'm losing him. Oh, no. We just edited you out. out. I think it's cutting out. Damn you, Comcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what are you guys drinking? I just told you, screwball. Dude, like, really? Do you not listen to, to No, I've been, been drinking butterscotch say? whiskey waiting for Kevin to get here. <laughs> Kevin's <laughs> drinking a fuzzy navel glass or something. It's, it, his his Skype is... is Nope, nope. This is the PG-13 Skype. I guess it, it can't show you drinking alcohol. <laughs> uh, this is Biden's America, man. Censorship. That's it. They kicked Trump off Twitter. Now we can't see what Kevin's drinking. This is how it starts. Riot in the streets. Kevin, I can't tell from the glass what you're drinking. Uh, uh, it's a vodka and a tiny bit of Red Bull just to like cut the the sharpest part of the liquor. Which, which I, flavor Red Bull? It's the peach one. Ooh. I like me some peach. That's very nice. Ever, ever since the, I haven't actually gone shopping uh, at the liquor store since the incident, and then my um, drinking is like tremendously lessened since then. You don't stop on the way home from the fish store at all. No. 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 no it's funny. I think I spent like two hundred fifty dollars right before. And what at the fish store? I had all, no. 
Oh, I hope. Oh man, I hope that includes kissing because that always costs extra. <laughs> no, no. Uh, so I got stocked up on booze and stuff right before I was in the hospital, which is what I was talking about. <laughs> That's and, like and so I went out a lot. Of, I bought so much booze before I went to the hospital. <laughs> right. I uh, stocked great. up, went to the hospital, and wasn't drinking for several months. Oh, okay. By the way, you're very quiet, just so you know. I think you need to turn your mic up. He's always quiet. Yeah, I'm amazed how after three years you have not figured out your your microphone issue. It is everywhere else. You don't use it anywhere else. All the time. Where? Where do you use it? Talking to people all the time. That sounds like a made up story. Like everything is <laughs> role play twice a week and all other times. Maybe they can't hear you, but that's how they prefer. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's how they tolerate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they just mute you anyway. And it's like, yeah, yeah, no, no, Kevin, that's a really good point. Who's, yeah, definitely. Who's that yeah. guy that's talking in the corner but not making any noise? Oh, that's just Kevin. It's okay. We, we just keep him there because we feel bad. <laughs> it's funny. Most of the time they have to lower my output on their side. Oh, that's, yeah, because you have that big dick energy with, with your mic. <laughs> Let me just whip out my huge mic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, so, uh, Kevin, I don't know if you had a chance to look at the list, but we tried to keep a short list of topics since it can't be too long of an episode. So I don't know uh, if you have anything. I, I did want to get your uh, your input uh, on on something at some point, but um, I don't know if, if you have a preferred order of things you want to discuss. Start us off. All right. Well, okay. Let's just since since we're starting with 2021, let's just talk about the elephant in the room. Just get it out of the way. Pretty much the worst part of of 2020 that affected a lot of people. You know, there was sort of like a little cult formed around it. A bunch of stubborn assholes that are convinced that they were right, and there's no changing their mind. And I have a feeling they're going to make the same mistake again. And it's this whole huge thing that dominated the news and cyberpunk 2077. Yes. I am of course talking about cyberpunk 2077. (laughs) So uh, Kevin, as part of the cult refuses to wear masks and like cyberpunk 2077, I was hoping to get some feedback. Don't put me in that side. (laughs) I'm sorry. As part of the cult that pre-ordered 2077, that has not learned their lesson since fallout 76. Wait, I enjoyed Fallout 76. Yeah, I, I spent I enough know. hours to have a positive or greater than one Kevin score for Fallout 76. That is a good point. So, but but oh, there's like here here's my question. So I don't think there's any point arguing about the fact that they they dropped the ball on the old console version, something they really should have never done. But I am curious to hear your thoughts on the game itself, though. Like, I, and here's the thing: I don't know where Jerry stands on it. I'm never gonna play it, so I don't care about spoilers. But I haven't. I played it and i doubt i will so i don't really have thoughts on it so Kevin, i'm kind of blank stare well once again i happen to really like the genre so that's why i knew i was going to play no i'm still somewhere in the middle okay um but you know there's glitchy moments but i also think like the hype and is about this bar that's never attainable and I'm, I'm not too convinced that there was ever a game out there actually in in the scope of games that try to do like facial expressions and like high-end graphics stuff there's there tends to be a lot of glitchy moments like clipped 
characters or whatever. Um, and, you know, maybe the only time you get a game that's got barely, if any, glitches is like the old school ones where the graphics weren't so high end. So, like, to me, the game is where it's supposed to be. It's enjoyable. You can play hours and sort of, yes, every once in a while come across something, but you're still immersed in the whole, you know, everyone is voice acted. There's no, you don't talk to anybody without some kind of voice act. Um, uh, that already is like a really good experience. And then gameplay and the hacking and all that stuff, again, that's genre stuff. So it's, for me, it's been a lot of fun. Now I'm on the PC. I'm not on one of the consoles where most of this crap is, you know, the glitchy stuff and the uh, slow frame rates and all that kind of stuff. So I'm. Well, I think they got a lot of shit for consoles. The... Well, no, hold on. Yeah. First of all, it works fine on the new. Well, not fine, but it works better on the new consoles. The whole issue with the old consoles was that they came out and said that the games run. The game runs great on the previous gens, and when they released the game, they gave uh, reviewers the PC version in advance and then they waited until the day before the game came out to give them the console version so none of them really had a chance to re- to do like an in-depth review of the of how it ran on the previous consoles and the couple of people that did sort of get a review out and were like whoa, whoa, whoa this game is completely fucking broken on the old hardware they were attacked on social media and other things by fanboys saying, oh, you guys just can't admit that this is a good game. You guys have to nitpick about something. Fine. It has a couple of bugs, blah, blah, blah. And then they went out and got the game and were like, uh, I want a refund. Yeah, really? <laughs> so that's the problem. The other uh, criticism they're getting is that shortly before this game came out, a game called, I don't know if you ever played it, but Ghost of uh, Tsushima came out. Anybody familiar with that game? No, no I never yeah. heard it. All right, well, fucking under a goddamn rock. Anyway, Ghost of Tsushima is... I'm not a fan of it just because the genre is not really my thing, but it is an incredibly graphically intensive game, and it has a lot of the same sort of... I would say some of the, it has It shares a similar load to Cyberpunk. It's not the same kind of game, and of course there's differences, and, you know, like, I'm sure if I said this out loud... It, I would be stoned in the you know in the courtyard by real by by real gamers, but the thing is like it is a very very advanced looking game, almost a next gen game that's running flawlessly from day one on old hardware. So that's where kind of CD Projekt Red went into a wall because as soon as they said, oh well you know there's a lot of graphics, there's a lot of this, there's a lot of that, everybody was like, well Ghost of Tsushima is just as as heavy as your game and it runs perfectly and has from the first day. So eh, it's it's a bit of a you know. I think the problem, and I don't know about Ghost of Tsushima or whatever, but the thing that they tried to do in Cyberpunk was take advantage of, let's call it like um, 30 series graphics cards, which have like AI, you know, um, processing, yeah, Yeah. the ray tracing, all that kind of stuff. Um, And I think because their game is trying to utilize that new stuff, it's not that's not backwards compatible. So they had to, I don't know, you know, make two versions. I, it Maybe that was the challenge is because they're working with the new tech, but maybe Ghosts of uh, Toshima. Toshima. Toshima, you know, didn't try to do all that stuff and looks great on... Yeah, it was built. Yeah, it was built. It was built for that. Yes, it was. It was built and optimized for the Xbox One and the PlayStation Four. So yeah, I don't know. I just think that if they just just said, "Look, it's meant for next gen hardware," 
That's fine. If it wasn't for this weird money grab, I think they would have been fine. And I'm sure it's still a good game. I just it's just this one thing that sort of kind of tarnished their reputation a little bit, and I think needlessly, because from what I understand, almost everybody who got it for the Xbox One and the PlayStation Four ended up refunding it anyway. Yeah, unplayable. So I they mean, so they didn't they didn't really make the money there, and it sort of stained their reputation. Agreed. Like, you know, the technology was out there to make really good facial expressions. I mean, even several years ago, like, uh, I know you didn't like the game, but the, the um, Detroit game had oh, yeah, some really good. But the point my the point I'm making is they had a really when you good, refer to it as a game. Can you use quotation marks, please? <laughs> well, see, I enjoyed that quote unquote game. There you go. Thank you. And but but the point I'm saying is that had really good um, graphics for the face. Let's say when people are talking or zoomed in, you got facial expressions and all of that kind of stuff. Uh, you know, fast forward to a, a game like Cyberpunk trying to take advantage of shit in the 30 series. Like, OK, I, I don't even get to view that stuff because my card is still a 10 series. So it's like, OK, fine. Like, I don't even, you know, it almost. It almost sort of like tried to do more than it should have. Well, what's the game that that Rockstar made a few years ago that like uh, it was supposed to be what like a a 1930s detective uh, thing where they they pretty much like I don't want to say pioneered but apparently that game had some of the best like facial movement stuff at the mm-hmm. at the time it, that still kind of holds up a little bit at this point. Do you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Not the mafia game. Not but Red was, Dead, right? No, no, it came out uh, before Red Dead 2. It was literally, it, they, didn't, they never made a sequel to it. Ah, it's going to bug me. Um, Jerry, can you Google it really quick? Just Rockstar um, crime uh, mystery, murder mystery game. I, I'm just, I'm just making a name. They actually did, they used like, uh, they used motion capture on people's faces. It was really considered revolutionary at the, at the time. The game was more or less mediocre, and I think that's why it like, it didn't do. I, it might be. Maybe it was called like La Noir or something. Or that might have been the movie. Uh, yeah, La Noir. Yeah. So that game. Okay. So what year did that game come out? Uh, two thousand eleven. Uh, I don't yeah. think that's it though. Yeah. Is it? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, La Noir. Two. So I mean, ten years ago, a game that had pretty advanced like facial tracking came out. The fact that again, at, at this point, it's a little like you guys should have had this figured out. Unless they tried some new method that hasn't been used before and it just didn't really work out the way they planned. But I think – so one of my biggest questions about the game is uh, – I think we were talking about when we were watching the previews for it. My, the reason I kind of really didn't have interest in it is it seemed like a very pretty game that didn't really introduce anything new. Since you've played it so much, is there anything like really that you're – that's really sort of – you see anything that, hasn't, that you haven't seen before a thousand times instead of just fetch quests and – First-person shooting and you know predictable storylines, backstabbing, whatever twist. No, not the. Again, this is a genre. To me, it's about let's bring a new plot narrative, right? In in terms of like gameplay and like pull up a map and see random you know missions all over the place. No, it's nothing new. I've seen that in many games like this. Um, you know the 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 mini game for hacking is sort of like standard. The the hacking is it like the same the, thing every time you hack something? Yeah, there's just a, like a 
number grid code thing that you have to go through and it's just like a, a short puzzle um and then sort of like clicking on a person and you know selecting some kind of quick hack is nothing different than uh watchdogs really so but the, the thing that is enticing is you know if you're a fan of the genre ever like the movie and the books for netrunner and all that kind of stuff then then this fits it right now you're sort of immersed in that world and or if you happen to play the role-playing game um it puts you into that genre i'm not sure how many people in the world actually play the role-playing game um probably a tiny selection of the folks that bought the video game but um to me it's it's about plot and the storylines and some of them are a little off the wall like one one of the missions spoilers but at this point we're sort of advanced into the time frame of it being out right is this guy you you get involved with this guy that wants to brain dance his death being crucified on a cross wait wait, wait. i'm sorry wait, wait he wants to brain brain dance so brain dance is like record oh. your mind state as you're doing stuff so in wait is this case, like a common term because you just sort of skip right over like oh you know just brain dancing over here is that like a it, term i should know i've yeah, never heard brain that dance yes if you've read articles which i know you have but brain dance is the thing that caused um the the lights and graphics during a brain dance is what causes the epilepsy oh those articles because okay. oh, it's like a, a white uh, a white light and a red light starts it and then you're in a, a, like a recording of somebody else that's what a brain dance is wait in real life or in the game no in the game Oh, okay. I'm I think it's causing epilepsy in real life. Because when you said epilepsy, but, I, yeah, I didn't know what you meant. I'm, okay, you gotta I'm draw, a, you, 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 you gotta explain where reality stops and the game picks up. I made a lot of assumptions that people who have read articles uh, criticizing the game, you know, heard about the epile epilepsy situation. I mean, I've listened to some articles. And then, uh, <laughs> funny. And then. Uh, in this particular situation, the, the graphics for somebody immersing into a brain dance in the game flashes like strobes, white and red lights, which causes epilepsy in real life. Um, my point originally, so the point is like there's a bunch, there's all kinds of plot stories. And one of the missions has been a little controversial because it's about, you know, somebody who thinks they're a messiah and they want to brain dance record their death oh okay which is i mean if you can imagine a lot of a lot of people would be upset by that kind of thing so but uh you know am i saying that makes it good plot no not necessarily i'm just saying that they have a lot of plots or subplots and submissions that bring you all over the spectrum of crazy night city shenanigans is what I'm getting at. It is very immersive about, okay, I'm going to go to this quadrant of the city and go start doing missions. Well, now you're dealing with this gang or, or how's the world building. Sorry. How's the world building in the game? The, the, I don't see the character changing the world. If that's what you mean, this well, the night city exists and you sort of, live in it i don't i don't know i mean as far as how they develop i guess the like the world around you not so much as how much you change it but how much like uh just how much thought and detail is put into the world that the game takes place in basically like is it something like a little bit of, like in some games it's like an afterthought some games take place in the modern world some take some games you really have to 
they don't do enough to sort of immerse you in it. Yeah, uh, I think it's pretty. It's fairly Im- immersive, and I think the biggest thing that helps do that is it's huge. The city is tremendous. Like in a car driving down the street, trying to get from one end to the other, takes several minutes in real life. You know, like it. It really is a large. But map. does that anything to the game, or does that just is that just filler? Like if it takes if you're driving from one part of the city to another, is there like is there a reason why that exists? Well, no, I'm just saying that it's so huge. You know, you're in one. Let's say you're you're walking around, not with without any particular mission in mind, and you're just sort of walking around. There's you know, the living city, like people walking around or whatever. And I, okay. and and I know they don't have like that AI. People don't do the same routine. Like there, another, yet another article I'm assuming people read is that there was supposed to be a feature where like an AI um, gave sort of um, a decision-making process to every NPC in the game, like civilians and all that kind of stuff. And I think that was taken out, but but somehow they still got it to the point where I'm walking through, you know, like just walking through and like bumping into somebody. They're like, hey, fuck you, you know, whatever. That kind of stuff is immersion to me. Right? Uh, like, uh, okay, I actually care question. about not running and like jumping over a kid, you know, and like, hey, whatever, because it like feels like, oh, shit, I just jumped and kicked a kid to the ground, you know, that kind of thing. Oh, no, I really want to get this game. So then the other question <laughs> is, uh, one of the other things that I heard, is, I don't know if that affects gameplay at all, is people did say that it's a big city, but people mentioned the fact that it's big, but it's sort of flat and dead to the extent that you can't really enter most of the buildings. You can't really interact with most of the stuff. It's sort of just, you know, like a pretty background that you can look at while you pass by. But because you can't interact with things, um willy-nilly you can only go from like you know point a to point b and then at point b you can enter a building but everything you encounter before that is pretty much inaccessible that sort of takes you out of it a little bit did you kind of feel yeah, that way yeah that exists i mean in to to me a, a huge example is um i'm gonna do a quick compare and i don't want to drag it out but do sex the second uh the second game not the the last one was sort of a very tight map and wait wait was, i'm sorry do you mean do you mean not human revolution the one that came before human revolution or are you talking about the old deus ex the no no the latest one so i think that actually the human revolution no okay wasn't there one after that i'm always it, forgetting the name there's one two of really the modern amazing. ones and then the there's... second one or the most recent the last one that came out i played that till the end and it, the see. map itself was those were like you know uh, it's hard to explain like the map was very small and you felt like you were contained in this small area when you go into cyberpunk it's like holy shit I can go everywhere but you're right generally speaking that's like a macro view the the map at large is huge but you can't go into every single building uh just like you know, so what you're describing is this type of situation I felt more often in that game. But in Cyberpunk, I'm not I don't feel inclined to want to explore some stupid building on the side of the road. Like so that doesn't ping as a, a big deal it's, to me. It seems like what they promised was it it it's another um 
what what was that game a uh, year or two back? No Man's Sky, where they're like, you could go everywhere and everything and interact with everyone. And when they were first um, yeah. putting it out, it seemed like, it, you know, when they were first advertising um, Cyberpunk, they were like, and it sounded or they made it feel like you could go into any building in any room, you know, any floor. And there was something always there and people interacted with you. It was like the Matrix beta, you know, they, they made it. And then, of course, that's too lofty a goal. And then when they, they finally put it out there and you can't do that shit, people are like, oh, this sucks. This is ridiculous. I, I don't I don't like that analogy because No Man's Sky was like a complete lie. crap in the beginning. <laughs> yeah. And it took, what, two years for it to actually achieve its goal. Cyber uh, Cyberpunk 2077 is like, I would say I'm, I'm going to conservatively say 85 percent at what they promised and then the the hype blew that 15 percent out of the water like made it ridiculously huge like yes consoles totally understand in the in the in a um playstation 4 world yeah your game sucked ass you know and but but for everyone on pc i got a huge amount of content and a huge explorable world where every interaction with somebody was spoken communication, not just like text via, you know, like a like a hidden hidden uh, text message system or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I think both games definitely uh, made the same mistake of overpromising. But yeah, I have to agree. I think that No Man's Sky was just an outright lie when it came out with. Whereas 2077 at least got a good chunk of the way there and then just eliminated some stuff towards the end. Uh, by the way, just really quick, the games were called Human Revolution and then Mankind Divided. That's of DSS. Yeah, the Mankind Divided was sort of like um, much smaller than than the other one. Yeah, but I, I'm still gonna fall back, even though, like I said, I'm sort of excusing 2077. I still think that this. I, I'm gonna. I'm never gonna let go of the whole like pre-order. This is why you don't pre-order games. I, well, I'm first of all, no, I'm going to stress this till the day I die. Like every year we have at least one of these fucking broken promise games. It's just no, a matter but of hold on. Yeah, but in, uh, I'm going to defend Kevin here for a second. And if it's a game that, you know, like I love the genre and I'm going to want to play that if it's half of that game and you get a pre-order with some deal, you you might as well go for it, you know? Pre-orders are never deals. Pre-orders, you're actually overpaying for the game. The day before no. Cyberpunk Why? 2077 launched, there was an insane amount of deals and discounts on the game. I Everybody didn't see any pre- of them. I sent you a bunch. All you have to do was set your VPN to Mother Russia, and you got the game for like 20 bucks. <laughs> well, I... The, Duh. In this case, like, you have an argument. Are you, are you planning to play this in Russia? Duh. Duh. I actually got the pre-order on, uh, on GOG for a i think a 15 percent discount so i actually paid less than the majority of people paid on uh, the day of but i didn't see deals the day of like and but you didn't than, even get but you didn't even get the game early you got nothing for your pre-order. i got that's it what about I 10 months after i paid for it you're totally correct right so yeah that's i just don't i, I just don't understand pre-orders i will never because understand the point of it especially why. in the day of digital downloads where it's not even like you could say, well, they're only going to have so many copies on launch day, so you want to pre-order so that you at least get it on launch day. Even that's kind of sad, but okay, I understand. But now that you most people download their games, pre-orders just make no sense to me 
at all. If there's a sale, then it has it has a reason. I think anybody that pre-orders it, if the game has it, if the game has paid DLC later, I think everybody that pre-orders the game should at least get one free DLC, and that's it. Like no questions asked. On, I, like like if, even that would make it worth it somewhat. I still wouldn't do it, but I've got burned on pre-orders. You're definitely not wrong. Like there was this this stupid game I think called Brink, and it literally never worked on my computer when it finally came out. And I think I paid the fifty dollar mark on it, and and never got to play it. And I'll never let that down. Like so. Oh no, Kevin, you were the mark. <laughs> <laughs> but but when you talk about you know Fallout seventy six, I played it with a, a very positive Kevin score. And then <laughs> I love Cyber- you have to keep defending Fallout seventy six. Cyberpunk. So. <laughs> no man, I love is- Fallout. Shut up. I'm playing it right now. <laughs> The point is, I did not um, lose money on it in the sense that, like, I played the Kevin rating on it, which is, if you, is one hour per dollar that you spend on a game is, in my book, worth it. But it is so, a, but it has to be a good hour. It can't just be an I can boot up a game and just, like, leave the room and be like, I played this game for 700. Like, I technically got 300 hours of Civ 6 before I returned it, but it's a shit game, and I wouldn't give it a high a high Kevin score, even though I got a, hundreds of hours under it. We'd still be playing that game today if you didn't return it. I have it. I have I got it from Epic. I told you. I have the game. <laughs> I no, literally, it was, we should play that it was amazing <laughs> I, I threw a huge hissy fit at steam like I, I finally got my refund they like suspended me for six months and then the next day epic's like hey you want sip six for free i'm like yeah i want it for free i love epic this is awesome <laughs> you have to be honest with yourself to if like this is like any other vice right if if you're going to claim, well, I got the good Kevin score. You have to be honest with yourself that you actually played those hours. Okay, if I was honest with myself, first of all, I wouldn't drink as much whiskey. Let it be less painful. Well, anyway. But, yeah. <laughs> no, but that's, no, but that's good. But, but basically, I mean, from what I understand, you are happy with the game, and overall you don't regret buying it. So, And you're getting your well, – well worth your – well uh, – sorry, you're getting – well more than your money's worth let's say out of the game that's correct did they announce if the is the dlc going to be paid for it or is it or is it just going to be given to everybody because i think project red tends to give free deals they did that for the witcher i think the dlc was free which is really nice yeah i think it's free um that's cool yeah but you're talking to someone who out of all of his um role-playing time that he does one of them is shadowrun which is a cyberpunk-esque genre so to me this was like all in our in our group of uh, the shadowrun group players we've all played it and most of the the folks have actually finished the game and i'm Mm -hmm. i'm a little behind as usual just like movie (laughs) (laughs) no no we never noticed that (laughs) you have no idea what i'm talking about no Oh, you know what? I did want to ask about another game, and uh, Jerry, I'm sorry because I'm I'm seeing your eyes slowly glaze over since you don't play anything that's not like a clicker or Pornhub. But I, I did have a question, Kevin, about uh, Hades. The reason I wanted to ask you about it is because I actually I've seen a bunch of playthroughs of Hades, and it doesn't seem really remotely interesting to me. But when I say everybody, I literally mean everybody who has played it has told me it is 
one of the like it is as close to a perfect game as you can possibly get. People love this fucking game. The the amount of oh I don't know any other way to put this, but the amount of love that the developers put into presenting that every aspect of that game is profound. Like running around and and the voice actors and their interaction with somebody else and the the character development of i mean these are characters that we're supposed to sort of know of from what is a greek mythology but right um you know when you hear them speaking to you and you have the interaction it's like wow that's awesome and then you go and like do your roguelike and then come back and then die for the 50th time and come back out of the pool of blood and then you walk down that hall um you you're sort of like okay and then the build up there's all kinds of build up on the on the different angles that you want to build up uh, you know like you you're 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 buying things in game or you're you're building up five different currencies to buy like tapestry in in the world and then you go out and like you know power up your weapons and all the combo stuff like it's it's definitely got the elements they hit the the roguelike um gameplay very well and then they brought you good content and character development into the whole background of it which is amazing right so you're echoing pretty much everything i've heard people said yeah it's pretty much the perfect roguelite and the story is supposed to be absolutely amazing. So uh, that's pretty much what I, I was, heard. I was playing Alpha for for hours and hours, and and when I get to it, um, oh, I can't. I'm not going to remember the name of the song. But at one point, I was like, oh my god, that the song that somebody is singing. Oh yeah, the, the music name, is supposed to be phenomenal. The, in this the muse is singing a song. I was like, YouTube that shit. I need to hear that. And I would uh-huh. like play that in real life just to listen to her singing. Wait. Her, yeah, muse? one of the female characters. In oh, the- when you said Muse, I thought the I thought they had music from the Muse, the band no. the Muse. I was no, like, <laughs> okay, no, in the game, there's okay. um, uh, I, I'm not rem- I'm my memory is failing. You know, I've already finished my drink, but the- before we get to Tenet, don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness! Actually, I followed that movie. Pretty <laughs> well. uh, hold on. <laughs> <That's a> day- <laughs> Once yet. we start going down that rabbit hole, we're not going to stop. So. <laughs> Uh, Jerry, so, do you know the game Hades, by the way? Have you played it? I know it. I haven't played it, but okay, um, I think I'm just gonna pull the trigger and get it because this sounds like it yeah. might be the same thing as as uh, Darkest Dungeon, where people were telling me for a while that it's such a great game, and I was like, ah, this is so not my thing. I'm not gonna do it. And Darkest Dungeon is in like my top five of all time favorite games at this Did point. You so play Dead Cells. I love this game. Darkest Dungeon was was cool, and I like the mechanics of it. Don't but sad, not, like, don't, don't no no no. no, no, no. no. I'm, I'm not gonna entertain this I'm argument. Not Dark Dungeon is Stop. Stop. I will. When I will it's edit, like, I'm gonna edit this out. I will delete whatever the fuck you're gonna say. So you might as well just not say it. When I personally feel like I'm just like constantly battling uphill, if it's like a Sisyphusian task to do it, so Ooh, like, Ooh. yeah, you like right. that. <laughs> uh, I, I like sometimes I'm like, eh, I'll, I'll play something else, you know. And and I felt that Darkest Dungeon was like that. It was a little bit too like. And it was a little bit too the stat. The odds are against the uh, the player, 
you know. You know what? I felt that way, I think, through my first playthrough. And then I forget if I told you the story, but Steam somehow managed to delete all my save files from Darkest Dungeon. I remember. I got, yeah, I played a shit ton of hours, and then they just deleted everything, and uh, so I had to restart it from scratch. On my second playthrough, I feel the game is way less burdensome than the first time because I understand the mechanics a lot better. Gotcha. And I'm, I thought I would be maybe bored with it the second time. I'm like, oh, I have to rebuild everything, and this is going to be a drag. Not at all. Like from the moment I started playing it, I was like, no, I, this game is. It it doesn't matter which stage of the game you're playing, and that's one of my favorite things about it. Some people said, like, oh, it kind of drags out in the middle, and there's it's way too much of a slugfest and blah, blah, blah. I just don't care. Like, I hope this game never ends. I can redo these missions a million times, and every time I go into the dungeon, I fucking have a great time. That's there's cool. just so much love put into that game. Every little detail from the artwork to the sound effects, the animation, to the music, to the narration, everything is just, ah, oh, perfect. Absolutely perfect. Love that game. So anyway. but uh, Did you so I think- finish it? No, I am literally putting off finishing it. I can go into the darkest dungeon and I'm holding it off. I have like old level sixes and everything, and I do not want to. I know how it ends. I I watched the, right, yeah, the documentary about making it with with the guys like the guys like yeah yeah. You know what I love the best? The ending. Here it is. Blah 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 blah. And that's how the game ends. Thanks for coming, everybody. Hope you enjoyed my TED talk. And I'm like, okay, great. But um, it honestly for me, I don't even feel that bad. Like I, to me, the ending is is really good. But I'm not is. Even if the ending was terrible, it would not take anything away from the game for me. Right. Yeah. So yeah, we'll see. I, yeah, I, I might try Hades. It's yeah, I think I'm gonna. I think I'm just gonna get it. It's just it's so. Again, watching it played, I'm just like, eh, it looks okay. But the fact that I have not heard anyone say anything short of how amazing it is is really making me feel like I'm missing out on something. Like you have to play it to really appreciate it. It was really cool to see, like, when it went 1.0, a huge surge in a bunch of groups, like a board game group, started talking about, oh, this game is great. And when I was like, yeah, it is great. Like, why weren't you playing it three months ago? Yeah. I'm trying to remember what other games they made, because I know I played their um, – I, I played their other games, um, and I didn't think they were – I thought they were okay. Um, does anyone know what I'm talking about? Yes. No. Uh, and I'm fa- it's failing me to remember the name of the games. Um, so one of them was actually um, uh, we talked about before that I thought was it was a good game, but it was a little. Uh, it's uh, what's her name? Super Giant Games, and they made. Give me a break, because I'm uh, sorry, a second, because I'm going to. Because the thing, once I start mentioning the games, you'll know. So they made Bastion, Pyre, Transistor. I paid. I played Pyre, Bastion, and Transistor. Bastion was really good. Bastion was really nice. Bastion was really good, but I did get bored of it eventually and just gave up. Pyre, I barely tried. I should go back into it. I heard it's really good. Transistor is the one that I had an issue with, where I really wanted to like it, but that game was so fucking repetitive. I just I couldn't play it anymore. I think after that, like a free one on Epic or something. Yes, I remember playing that. Yeah. Yeah, it's where you have like a talking sword and it's sort of cyberpunky a little bit. Yeah. And. But I just like I felt like every like room, every battle you enter is just the same freaking thing over and over again. So I just gave up. That's why I've been a little cautious with Hades. But apparently Hades just blows all that out of the water anyway. So yeah, I think so. I think the point of this podcast is that uh, is that Skippy's going to try Hades. 
Uh, thank you for. Uh, you know, what? maybe I'll no, try that won't. with you, and we'll discuss it again next uh, episode. It's, one, it's a one player, so you're on your own. Uh, okay. Oh come on! Like we could actually coordinate. Yeah, seriously. Game. What the so fuck, dude? Actually, yeah, so this game is actually going to get played. Okay. Have you met us? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So. Uh, so since... Kevin, your homework. Oh no 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 no! What hold on, we're gonna take think? a break here. Wait wait no no no! Hold on, we're gonna take a break here so Kevin can refill, and we're going to uh, also refill, and then we're gonna go down the rabbit hole of Tenet. Okay. Nice. All right. I love how during every break, Jerry has to stuff food in his face on every fucking podcast. Every time we come back from what? a break, your cheeks are flapping up and down. I was eating a ball, a tasty, tasty ball. I love to put tasty balls in my mouth. <sighs> I have a tasty doing ball. podcast with a fucking child. I swear to God. It's nutty. It's got nuts in it. I like to eat nutty balls. I'm just going to wait for you to get this all out of your system. <laughs> I'm agreeing with you. It's that. I'm going to put the nutty ball balls there. away. Okay, are you finished? Yes. Okay, I good. I have any more balls in my mouth this podcast can be. Not even yours. Okay, let me ask again. Are you finished? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we were going to talk, so we talk about Tenet, but I wanted to get my little conspiracy theory out of the way like really quick. And then you guys can call me crazy and we can talk about Tenet, which has a lot more weird conspiracies and things that we don't understand. Mm. So here's my crazy theory. Ready? Okay. <clears throat> so. I disagree. Is... <laughs> <laughs> Touche. Touche. I see your point, but let me counter up with this. Okay. So going under the assumption that the United States is an oligarchy. Okay. And it is. I can argue that later. But let's just say it's an oligarchy. Okay. Are you Googling oligarchy? I, I saw you. So I saw you reach out to your keyboard. No, that's not Okay. So assuming that the U.S. is an oligarchy. Okay. My my conspiracy theory was that since the wealth gap keeps widening between the lower class and the upper class, right? No, the rich keep fine. getting richer, the poor keep getting poor, and the middle class is getting uh, basically erased as we go along. That's true. Because theory, you know I have a, a share uh, in Tesla stock, and I'm getting richer. But go yeah, on. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. You're you're part of the problem, and you'll see why in a second. So my thing was that the rich sat down and figured, you know what? At some point, the wealth gap is going to get so big, but we needed to like really, really, really – we needed to spread out way more when we're like – we, we can't be overthrown. We can't be fucked with. We're completely protected. But before we get to that point, to make sure that nobody fucks things up, right, we need someone – something to distract people from the fact that this is happening. Now, the best way to do it is to show people or either show people or, again, just kind of distract them. With a vision or a version of America that is so fucking horrible, that is so bad, that's so tragic and so depressing and so just so just detrimental to everybody that they're going to not only completely forget what we're doing, but once they can just undo that horror and just end that nightmare, they're going to be so thankful that the version of America that we've been building over the last few decades where, again, that wealth gap is getting wider and wider – is going to seem like a fucking blessing to them. And we can just keep doing everything we're doing. So they placed Trump, Trump. and all this shit into our lives to show us literally like the worst 
fucking possible version of this country we can possibly have so that yeah when we finally vote them out we're like yeah we won we did it but at the end of the day we actually didn't where the under you know under all that the rot is actually still getting really really bad and everything's still terrible and everything still sucks but in comparison to what we had for the last four years it seems like a huge relief that's my so you're saying that trump was a puppet president Put there by the Illuminati to no, not the Illuminati. make no, us no, no, just, wait, just the Illuminati oligarchy. Just, yeah, just the oligarchy. Yeah, like I, I fully assume, I think that the Democrats and Republicans are in on the whole fucking thing, and this is all just yeah, it's all meant for us to just kind of just wait, forget forget much bigger underlying issues with this place. Maybe. Yes. I agree with you. Well, this is not going to make for a fun podcast. All right. Fuck, I was going to agree, but now I'm legally obligated to disagree. Yeah, you signed no, a disclaimer. Fuck you. Damn it. Damn it. By the way, if this is in any – I don't follow QAnon, so if this at all goes with some QAnon theories, I am sorry. I do not support QAnon, okay? I do not. All right? Please hit like and subscribe on my parlor account, but other than that <laughs> – Mash that button. Oh, wait. Yeah. That's gone now. Yeah, I, I mean – All right, then I'm moving to Gab. It would have – See, yeah, uh, I I don't know. You got um, because uh, because watch Biden. Things aren't gonna quote unquote get better under Biden from the way they were, let's say eight years ago, or even six years ago, or even four years ago. But they're gonna be way better than what we had for the last four years under Trump. Of course, no, sure. It's but, contrast. Uh, I mean, sure, uh, I I could see that, but judging from the what I've seen from Trump supporters, there's like enough backwater. Like I, I don't know the, these people, the shit that they'll believe. I mean, they'll believe anything. Oh, I think they got more out of them and, than they ever and, expected. I thought they were just like, yeah, these people are going to be nuts, but okay, like they'll move on. Now they're just like, oh my god, they're gonna fully civil war on this motherfucker! Holy shit, this is yeah. amazing. Yeah, I yeah. don't, I don't know. Um, uh, honestly, <laughs> I, I hate to say this, but yeah, I, I could see that, you know, and like, I, I, I doubt that that really happened, or or maybe it did, you know, maybe they they were like. Oh, sure, let's do this. But the one reason why I don't think that happened is because it doesn't seem like the Republican Party would be like, you know what, I'll, I'll, I, I will volunteer to take that bullet you know, whatever may happen. But you realize um, all of them are like reti- – even the ones that are out are like retiring – well, you got uh, with Holly, millions of dollars, you know, and he's like, yeah, I'm, I'm cool and I'm I'm young. While I could absolutely see that happening, I don't think that they would have volunteered for that or, you know, taken. But the they're funded. Hold on a second. Even, but they're funded even if, by yeah, they're funded by the wealthy. What do you mean they volunteered? Somebody walks into their office and says, I will give you a million dollars if you just go on camera and and say a bunch of stupid shit. I would fucking do well. Not if it would ruin the country, obviously. But most, but you know, these people, of course, they would walk on and just it, be like, is you it know, obvious. Is it <laughs> million dollars? 
okay. whatever. I mean, they get a lot more from the million dollars, but yes. I mean, you got to remember, like, these people are taken care of for the rest of their life. Like, they will never have a concern, an expense, or anything else to ever worry about. They're all worth millions yeah. of dollars. Millions. Yeah. Some of them are worth billions. Like, fuck. Oh, come on. You're worth a million dollars, I'm sure. Judging by how you're, you say your wife has, like, three shares of Tesla stock. I mean, that's really all you need to be a millionaire at this point. Yeah. <laughs> like, seriously. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. They knew it was going to happen, and they inverted themselves. And All right, you want to run the podcast? Fine. Okay, fine. Wait, Skippy. Yeah. Okay, let's work our way backwards we now. Have to, and we talk have to about work on our time. Time does not matter, Kevin. <laughs> yeah. Okay, fine. We can start with Tenet. I would like to start off Tenet, by the way, with uh, something I mentioned Jerry before in the uh, in the honest trailer for the movie where they said, uh, "Shit, what was the line, Jerry?" I don't remember. Exactly. Oh, they said a, mo- a movie that has so much inversion that that. Uh, um, fuck. What's the name of the director? Uh, Christopher Nolan. Yeah, a movie that is so full of inversion that Christopher Nolan is finally able to shove his own head up his own ass. <laughs> that's amazing if, if you've seen the movie that's an amazing comment yeah all right so a tenant um wait 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 stop before we go into anything kevin present us your opinion oh no 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 I no want i want to hear, hear your, your well, well, I, I hear what you're saying no, no, no. But yes or i okay. say i thought no, no, actually, no, no, that's fine. No, actually, I think that's fine because we saw it okay. first. So that's fine. Okay. I'll start. I saw, I walked into it having really bad expectations because I thought Inception was really bad. I thought Interstellar was a complete fucking piece of shit movie. And uh, what was the other one he made? Oh, well, we're not going to talk about Dunkirk because Dunkirk just – yeah, I'm not uh, yeah, that's, that's a whole other sound of movie. That, so who cares? Yeah, right. That's nothing to do with this. Um, uh, but I thought, yeah, again, Inception, entertaining, but really dumb movie. Interstellar, not entertaining, really horrible, fucking stupid piece of shit movie. And then, so I didn't really expect much from this. And then I watched Tenet, and I was like, oh, I didn't hate this. It was sort of entertaining. And then I started talking to Jerry about it. And by the time we were done, I said, I, I was like, you know what? No, this movie is actually even worse than Interstellar. This makes no goddamn sense. Christopher Nolan does not understand that he's been having a thought and having an intel. He thinks that every thought he has is is a brilliant idea, and he's just so much smarter than everybody else. When in effect, he's a complete idiot. They can't put two fucking things together. Doesn't understand how anything works, and doesn't even put enough thought into his movies to 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 think of how like it'll work beyond the initial idea that he had. He's just like, I'm so brilliant, everything else will just sort of fall into place, and it never does. So Tenet is a terrible, terrible movie. Oh, my God. See, of so course now, you would say that. I I don't agree but, with but, everything but, that... Wait, 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 I'm, I, I, wait, oh. wait. I did not... Oh, yield, you weren't done. I, I, Sorry, go. Having said that, though... Oh, not done it yet. Was, it was somewhat entertaining to watch. I will sort of... Sorry, just add one more thing. For some reason, he doesn't really know how to film... It's really weird, because The Dark Knight is one of my favorite movies of all time. I love that movie. And I even defended it when people were criticizing it back in the day. And I thought everything was really well made in there, including the action sequences. For some reason, both Inception and Tenet had this weird third third act action sequence, which was so badly shot and just really boring to watch. 
I, it makes me really question if really he, he just doesn't understand how to film those parts at all. Like if you watch the in again, in, in Inception had that snow uh, battle part where they're all like on skis and right, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then this one had that this weird war battle thing, and yep. it, everything just feels really like every scene is just a little too long. Everything's just a little too awkwardly angled. I can't explain it, but I, I thought that was really one of the weakest parts of the movies. But overall, bad movie, sort of entertaining to watch, and I'm done. I yield the floor. Thank you. So yeah, I like I and another thing. No, I'm done <laughs> with with um. Or is it Interstellar? I thought that was kind of interesting until they got to like the whole Tesseract part, and then it jumped a shark. But like I, I he said that you can quantify love to travel through yeah, time. Space. Yeah, you that, that was, me? I mean, that was just stupid. But like the the stuff where they went down to, although you know, now that I think about it, when they they're like when we go down to the planet. And they came back, and it was like 30 years later. You know what? Going from orbit to a planet down to the planet wouldn't make that much of a difference if you were that close to the black hole. That was stupid. It would. Actually, it would. That was like the one part of the movie that I didn't. I actually think the part where they go on the planet with the wave, I thought that was the only part of the movie I liked. No, that was cool. But but what I'm saying is, I don't think it would. I don't think there would be that much of a difference in like a hundred kilometers or a hundred miles. Of like, would. of course it would. That close uh, okay. Okay, but okay. we're not talking about Interstellar here, so we're we could to get we could we could deal with <laughs> that's a whole other podcast another time with with his daughter. Yes, absolutely. She's back on Earth. She's no long nowhere near that gravity well. But um, you know, like I, I think orbit to the planet no it's not going to make that much of a difference no no it's okay they um, did the thing where they folded the magazine in half and put a pencil through it so it makes perfect sense it's fine oh, oh okay. <laughs> it's the explanation in every time travel movie you just fold a piece yeah. of paper or a magazine in half you put a hole through it put a pencil That's through it and yeah cool. yeah physics so um what was oh, the other it, one? it helps the, if you add the word quantum to it as well yeah <laughs> quantum oh. well yeah. quantum that makes everything better right. um as far as inception i didn't mind that movie but i guess like in my mind from day one like i, I thought that movie was complete bullshit so like inception? it was like inception so inception is totally bullshit but it is yeah. entirely entertaining it is very entertaining. right yes. yeah I, I thought it was kind of cool and this like and and my wife said this and and I agree with her like one thousand percent. Christopher Nolan like had uh, an idea of like wouldn't it be cool if like there was a scene where people were going like forwards through time and backwards through time at the same time and he like made a movie around it. Like, yes. Nothing in the movie actually makes sense and like. The first half of the movie, you're watching it and you're like, I have no idea what the fuck is going on and what these people are talking about. And you're like half not interested. And then they're like, oh, this is what's going on. And you're like, oh, that's kind of interesting. And you watch the movie and you're like, that was kind of interesting. And then you after the movie, you think about it and you're like, there's nothing about that that could actually work. And yes, and, and, but, and like, but. He somehow he wait, is wait, somehow wait, 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 wait. able 
Hold on, Kevin. I, if you're going to talk about the movie, you have to wait for Joe to end, and then you can. No, no, no. That's fine. He he can talk. That that that's you know like well, he's going to explain the opinion of the movie. Yeah, no, he's no. You need to finish so he can give his whole layout of the of the movie. You need to you need to yield the floor, which means you have to shut up. It's something I clearly have not been able to do since I stopped so, talking. Anyway, I thought the movie was an interesting and and I I think you know uh, Skippy's gonna yell at me for saying this again. It was an interesting thought experiment, but that's all it was. It was like, huh, what happens if you could if you could move backwards through time wouldn't that be neat sure that would does he like actually think about or 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 accurately present how agree with me what i said was that he thinks that he had one intelligent thought he doesn't he didn't need to expand on it or think it through it all oh no i totally agree with that that i I meant like some of the other movies i didn't mind as much you were like i hate this movie i hate this movie Oh, I hate everything. Real, real I don't quick, mind. What about Memento? Memento, Memento was, was great. No, Memento was amazing. I, I haven't seen that. I enjoyed that movie, but I haven't seen it in so many years. Oh, you have. Okay. I... <laughs> oh my god. He actually made another good movie after that with Al Pacino. I forget. I think it's called uh, Insomnia, which is actually pretty good. It's it's very it's it's one of his more like linear. There's no like big twist or whatever, but it's actually a very good movie. Insomnia. Yeah, it's with so Al Pacino. Kevin. I don't even see it on his IMDb. Uh, let me make sure that I'm thinking of the right movie. Without really, you're not seeing a movie that he did with Al Pacino, Mike. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't see it. Anyway, like so. Oh, he made the Prestige. That was good. The Prestige was legitimately. Yes. So he he Wait, is definitely this? making movies about some kind of crazy concept, but he the. The genius that he does is that he somehow turns it into a movie that has. Wait, hold on. I'm sorry. I have to. Pull, I, I apologize. I know I interrupt everybody all the time. If you look under Kevin uh, Christopher Nolan in his IMDb thing, it doesn't list it. But if I just go to Insomnia, it says directed by Christopher Nolan. Huh. It's with wow, Al Pacino, Robin Williams, and Hilary Swank. I'm. I. I knew I'm not crazy, but it's not listed under his page which is really strange is there another christopher no Nolan? he's the director that right not producer that is strange oh he's you not know what oh, this okay is? he's not the this writer is the oligarchy trying to confuse us no. yeah there he goes insomnia yeah he's, okay I'm sorry. okay when i first looked i was looking on the writer oh okay he's right the right, so. director of insomnia you oh, just absolutely wasn't... correct yeah, so that was actually a really decent movie, and I I thought the prestige was very good as well. But okay, anyway, I'm sorry, I, so, I totally interrupted. So go ahead. No, no, well, I have no idea where I was talking. Um, you just started. Yeah, you literally you said so. I, that you you were calling him a genius. Yeah, you said the, the thing he does, which. The, the, oh, and we're out of time. So anyway, thank you for. <laughs> no, okay. no, I I uh, I liked the movie. It was great. Go see it. No, I was joking. We're not actually out of time. Keep going. But Jimmy, <laughs> okay. He has he, the the what I said was he's genius because somehow he is, he is able to present the the crazy concept and make it into a movie that still has like mystery twist and and like presentation. 
But that that's just because he's not showing everything. He's it, like it, totally it, keeping you in the dark. I could, no, I could but, make it mystery if I just don't tell you half the shit. No, no if I and, wear a paper bag had, to this podcast, I, and at the end I pull it off and go, "Ooh, it's been me all along." I could be like, "I am a genius." <laughs> be like, that, "Whoa, that could be a Christopher Nolan movie." Holy that fuck! Means yeah, shit. the podcast. That means shit to the conversation. Like that doesn't even doesn't even coalesce to it. You're the, really quiet. No, Tenant Tenant had I I don't know how to to explain it. It had like a a progression from the start to the middle to the end. That is the worst that, explanation for a movie I've ever seen. The, right. the movie starts and then it you goes must, and then it ends. Genius, genius. Great, you win. To Christopher Nolan. I Nolan. can't explain the situation. <laughs> No, no, no. Christopher no. Nolan knows how to tell a story that is Clink. fucked up. The, the, the story is fucked up. I agree. But hey, he Kevin. knows how to tell it in a way that makes it actually entertaining. That's Okay, the do me a favor. Great. Do me a favor. In the remaining time, explain to me the plot of Tenet. Explain to me what happens. <laughs> you know I've had... No, it's, no, no. Here's the thing. It's actually, it's actually an incredibly okay. simple... That's... I, I'll admit, I had to watch the explainer for it, but the plot of it is actually incredibly simple, and I could explain it in 30 seconds. Go. No, 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 no. no. I know. So I asked you, you first. Because I had to, because I guess I'm like, I think, I think it's an incredible fucking mess that I person. need somebody to explain to me. I will admit to it. But after it was explained, I was like, oh, this is actually incredibly simple. Uh, I'm not going to be able to collect all. Okay, the give me the ba- okay. Okay, give me the base. Okay, there's a protagonist who, who's brilliantly called the protagonist. <gasps> Mind blown. And wow. then there's the bad guy, who of course is an alcoholic Russian guy. Yeah, sure. Okay. Why isn't he called the antagonist? Uh, yeah, I don't know be- because it's a different word in Russian. So explain this to me. If if um, okay, what was the Russian guy trying to do? What was his what was his his whole thing in the movie? According what was according to the the movie he was trying to erase a past but he didn't think it would end existence why was and he invert to... the entire world timeline why was he trying to no well, he wasn't but at least that's sort of close to the truth but why was he doing it what was in it for him he was actually helping people inverted in the future but why was he helping them no, he just fucking was going to die anyway, so we want to take everybody with him. Okay, that part is right. Okay, he got that. But why but what what was the point of of inverting time? I don't know. I didn't catch that if there's a thing from him. That's the main point of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> so, here's the and I'm not even, I'm sorry. Okay, that sounded really condescending. I'm not even being funny. I just think it's such an incoherent mess that I, again, I didn't understand half of it. I got the fact no, that the but, people in the future were trying to invert time because of all. Are you both of- telling me that that was obvious and like I didn't get it? Yes, they explained it multiple times in the. It's actually the only thing I did understand was why they wanted to reverse time. It, it didn't make any sense. It caused but- the flow to go in the opposite direction with the whole like uh, the pressure in forward overrides the reverse. So like they wanted to do enough reverse to override the the forward to go back. No, no, no. It was just like no, the, the, the world in the future was fucked up, so they were like trying to just, you know, stop all the bad decisions in the past. And they 
So they don't have no, actual you're time. totally fucking wrong with no, that. He's actually com- no, he's actually no, 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 Kevin, he's actually completely right. So I'm going to lay you out no, the plot he's really. Not. Qu- no, he is. I'm going to lay out the plot really, really quickly. Here's what happened. In the future, the world is a complete shithole. Uh, I believe it's called uh, 2020. So they want to reverse so, hold on, it. Wait. Just go backwards no, hold on, hold on. in time. No, right, hold on. So in the future, 200 years ahead of time for where we are right now. Where'd you get 200? I think they said 200. I might be right. That, yeah. That's not important. The point is it's way in the future. They made it sound like it was far in the future. It was a few hundred years in the future. Sure. The world is basically like global warming and all this has destroyed the planet. I don't know why we haven't left the planet yet, but okay, I guess Elon Musk decided to go on vacation. But the point is the world sucks. The resources are, are, are gone. The world is about to end. They don't know what to do. A brilliant scientist comes up with an algorithm that she can invert all of time. Now, inversion at that point already exists. Yeah, she figures out how to invert all of all of time because much like uh, what's his name during the Manhattan Project, Oppenheimer, she realizes that it's incredibly dangerous. She kills herself and hides the uh, the algorithm in nine different places. Yeah. What these people decide to do instead of just deleting it. Why right. wouldn't you just yeah, do I, it? I, I thought no, – do, do, do. Hold on. You can find – there's so many plot holes in this theory. Yep. It's, we, we've gone over <laughs> some of them. What they decide to do is they, they want to find the algorithm, and they're going to use it to reverse time. So basically resources come back, you know, and the planet basically say they're literally just going to erase the past by reliving it, by traveling backwards. And that's how they think they're going to save the planet. In order to do that, they send a bunch of money back in time – I'm sorry. They send a, a package back in time. It's basically this case with a lot of gold in it and instructions, which is supposed to be found by this Russian guy whose name I am now forgetting. Um, he's supposed to, he at the time was digging up uranium in Russia after the Soviet Union fell apart. He he's supposed to find this huge box with a lot of money in it. And instructions says to find all these pieces of the algorithm and what their plan is. Well, once he finds all these pieces, he's supposed to put it into this thing underground, blow it up so that it's so that it's buried. And then in the future, they know where it's buried so they can dig it up, get the algorithm, and do the inversion. Him dying is the signal that he that he found all the pieces, buried them in this explosion, and everything is set, and and the world gets destroyed, basically. Uh, you're right. He doesn't care because he has this terminal disease, and he's basically a miserable fuck, as all Russians are. I mean, right here. Yeah, and then. Sure. Right. So they know that he's right. So that's his motivation. He basically has this whole thing that he mentioned that he mentions various times during the movie where he says, if I can't have it, no one else can. And that's his approach to the world. So that's the whole that's the whole thing. The protagonist is basically um, uh, obviously figures all this out. He starts up an organization called Tenet, which is meant to stop the basically meant to stop him. And that's kind of where you pick up the movie. He then recruits this guy named Neil in the future, sends him slowly back through time to meet with him again in the past, and together they work to stop him. By the way, did although any- he doesn't figure that out until the end until of the, the movie. very end. By the way, did anybody else figure out that the kid that that woman's kid is supposed to be Neil? Not yeah. until I watched the 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 rock new rock star video. Yeah, Kevin, did you pick that up? That that no. his that her son is supposed to be his partner when he grows up. Really, I did. Yeah, I didn't get that. I didn't get that at all until I watched the explainer. Apparently, it's really obvious. I did not get that at all. Anyway, okay, so that's it. okay. So that's the plot. And again, that was I had to I watch. I feel like that I got most explain. of it except that. All right. So so that's basically the plot. Now, once you look at it and go, oh, that's an interesting idea. But the thing is, once you start. Once you put this movie, at least someone under a microscope, what the fuck? None of it makes sense. None of it makes sense. <laughs> That's okay. So this is why it's 
uh, Christopher Nolan is genius. The movie <laughs> was presented. No, the movie was presented. Thank you for explaining this thing to me that I didn't understand. That's why he's amazing. <laughs> no, no. He, the, when I say genius, it means he was is able to present a movie that is entertaining, but it it is full of clear plot holes and like fucked up logic, which which to me is impressive. So I'm calling it genius. I can't tell if you're trying to blow my mind. So if you do something that makes absolutely no sense but entertains me, then then you're you should be. That's pretty fucking impressive. The world. But yes, why? What? But why? But why are you? But why is an incoherent, poorly thought out, is it diarrhea of a film considered no. good? But is it entertaining? It's a you little bit. Yeah, yeah, no, I will so admit it's what? a little bit entertaining because he does he does shoot scenes very like the scenes are very like pleasing to the eye like between the music and between the cinematography. No, but yeah, also like the mind. Yeah, the whole like when you're learning about this inversion shit through the the main the main protagonist the he's you know the first scene after after the car scene and like they're in whatever base and he's captured and he's sitting there uh with the the face of the like the wall the glass wall Mm -hmm. and then um the name of the the bad guy is like talking to him through the wall and he's Silas or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And he's like shooting or whatever. And then like the whole go through the inversion chamber, that rotating room or whatever, Mm -hmm. you have to look at yourself. Like he's telling a linear story, but he's got some weird shit going on. Like that is the, what I'm saying is genius is because it's this paradox, crazy shit that actually doesn't make sense under scrutiny. But during the movie watch, you're like, wait, this is still a linear storytelling that is like, you know, tense and stressful. And you're like, oh, shit, what's the next step? Like, to me, that's what makes it genius. I'm not saying it makes sense in a, in logic or science or any of that other stuff. It, <laughs> it one, hold on a second. But one of the things you and I always clash about is you tell me like, dude, why can't you just shut up and watch a movie and enjoy it? And in some cases you say like, oh, but it's just, you know, it's dumb. You just turn off your brain and enjoy it. Like this isn't one of those movies. This movie sort of says like, hey, look at me. I'm a, I'm smart. I'm a think piece, you know, pay attention to me and try to figure me out. And then when you do and you say, well, that's just really dumb. It goes, oh, you're just an asshole. You just can't enjoy movies. Like it's okay. Yeah. Like, like, <laughs> like, like for example, like, here's a here's a really, this, you, here, here's did my you question. Stop and, this was, and go. With, what what am I looking at? I mean, you you might have, but I I but I had too many it, questions during it. Breaks, it, breaks it, it breaks immersion. And and my, one of the biggest ones, and again, I mentioned this to Jerry before, is and it's the same problem I had with with uh, Avengers Endgame. Is why is a solution always this brilliant solution is. To, to fucking destroy everything. If they're from the future, here's a thought. If they want to end global warming and all that other stuff, why don't they just send back a bunch of technology that could help us prevent all that? If they know yeah. what's going to happen, why don't they just send one guy who's like, hey, so uh, oil and coal uh, bad, so stop that. And, uh, you know, oh, you go to Mars. Oh, you want to tell the story in your own mind. That's what's – you just – I no, I, that's common oh, sense, I, dude. I grant, I grasp how your the, mind works. The, the thing with Endgame that everybody, it's the not. thing with Endgame that everybody said was that 
if Thanos really wanted to help things, instead of destroying half of the life in all the universe, why didn't he just snap his fingers and double all the resources in the universe or triple or quadruple oh. them? Why is the why is the solution by these brilliant masterminds of evil is to just fucking destroy literally everything? Yeah. I mean, I honestly, like the, why th- the reason why the one solution out of millions was because he changed his mind from killing half the universe to I'm going to rewrite the universe. That's why it actually failed. What? No, 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 no. I'm just getting why is a solution to destroy as opposed to fix. There's a simple fix. Just like I could say, right. you know what, if they're trying to send a bunch of advanced weaponry back – how about not sending a bunch of backwards flying bullets, but send like laser guns or something from the future? Yeah, really. You know, they're trying to help them, and they're just like, "Here's a bunch of guns, here's a bunch of gold and an AK that can shoot in reverse." So laser guns. So actual fact, like some of the first vehicles ever created were electric cars, but they they did like there wasn't. You know the the battery technology or whatnot wasn't that good back then, but instead, if they inverted time and sent sh- technology like solar panels and good batteries from 200 years in the future right. back, that stuff would have taken over, and like the whole gas coal industry would have never happened. Good All movie, that Jerry Nolan, make it. <laughs> Okay, he's got you there, though. Awesome. <laughs> Fucking make it, Jerry Nolan. I'll do that. Awesome I'll, sauce. I'll... I would love that movie, too. <sighs> My point is, if you're a fucking writer slash producer slash director, and you're going to, like, I'm going to pick wide-ass bullshit, illogical, crazy, paradox crap, and I'm going to make it into a movie that actually starts with, like, like intrigue and action and you know forward progress and like twists. Why are you, why are you dancing sexually on my camera? Uh, you like I'm, sell I'm, this movie to me. Oh yes, sure. intrigue. And then you get to the end. And you're like, oh fuck! <sighs> Inception was just as fucked up. Like who believes you can you can like inject shit that's gonna make well i had some of the same problems with inception i mean again if you put this movie under microscope let me ask you this and once again i have to say this is something mean why do their fucking Jerry... dreams no, no, no. gel together you're... because you fucking inject the same shit that no, doesn't make any sense there are things he puts into the movie that are completely needless again just to make himself seem intelligent like the oxygen thing like this is something jerry and i talked about why is the oxygen and uh, what do they say? And driving a car, the only thing that's reversed. What about everything else? If you're going to say that oxygen can only be breathed in, I think the example we, we used was wouldn't light also be moving backwards? So you, you wouldn't be able, be able to, to see, see shit. Anything. What about atmospheric be, oh, pressure? A, that is fucking funny. Yeah, what about uh, pressure? All that uh, stuff. Uh, wouldn't you just be blind? Right. Wouldn't you just be blind, deaf, suffocating, and exploding as soon as you invert yourself? Hence, genius. Because he fucking oh, induces, oh he induces you to suspend <laughs> reality. What, Kevin, what is it Kevin, called? Wait, no, Kevin. No, by no, your definition, no, shut up. Trump the suspend, is a no, he's genius. Yeah, no, yeah, no, Somehow he, t- he tells a story. True. He yeah. tells a story where you're supposed to spend. Um, what the fuck is it called? Suspend, suspend disbelief. I yeah. never suspended it though. It was never suspended. 
I never – there's not a – every time they said anything, every time they said, okay, but here's what's going to happen in Universal, my reaction was, wait, Did you what? say it was entertaining? Did you say it was entertaining? But there are much worse things that are entertaining. There are really, really dumb – yes, but it doesn't make it a good – okay, there's entertaining movies that are really stupid that don't take themselves That's seriously. That's all I mean. That's all my point is. Like the movie no, you said – no, 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 no. You said he was a genius. That's not – I'm not – He's a genius because somehow he turns uh, – Suspended disbelief, whatever the fuck it is. Uh, <laughs> it, it, in his movies, he, he convinces a bunch of dumb people to think shit. that he's a genius. No, he seeds it full with bullshit, and somehow it comes out to be an entertaining movie. That is, that is like amazing B movie shit. So okay, like but so people. was the end. Of, what was it? The end of the world. The the Seth Rogen. What, what was that movie where he's like? They summon the devil or something. The, I think it actually was called The End of the World. Yeah, that was a great I mean, movie. No, it Total wasn't. I mean, that was just comedy. Disbelief. Come on. Oh, that movie was terrible. Dude, you don't put suspend disbelief in a movie that doesn't give a shit about actual reality. Yeah, but he doesn't. But that's the thing you have to remember Christopher Nolan. He doesn't approach his movies in that way. He actually thinks he's a fucking genius. He thinks that these ideas and well, concepts and these. And these procedural My things that he put in there are actually smart. Like, okay, like I guarantee you, when he came up with that whole thing about that they have to wear oxygen masks because of the breathing thing, yeah. I promise he was sitting in his in his office writing that part of the script, just jerking it as hard as he fucking can to himself. <laughs> because he no. was like, oh my God, I am so goddamn smart. What that, I said is that that the only stupid. reason for that was that there needed to be some visual cue uh, that uh, you know of of which direction in time they were going for and that's all it was genius no it's no. not genius because then you're like that makes no fucking sense that's pretty fucking dumb no if, okay if, the the better no, no. thing was Slow like down. the armbands that they had imagine the blue and the red armbands imagine this he didn't introduce the reverse breathing shit Okay. I would have thought now, that would have been better. Skippy and I wouldn't have been saying that was so fucking dumb. Hey, Kevin. Hey, Kevin. I have a question for you. What, if Neil knew that he was going to die at the end, that he was going to get shot, why didn't he just either disarm the guy, take the bullet out of his gun, or wear a bulletproof vest? Oh, my God. Skippy, that's genius. <laughs> no, seriously. Please explain to me that. If they literally explain that they, can, they travel back in time and he literally saw that thing play out, why didn't he just do that? Wait. You saw him running around in three different places. He could have taken a gun and shot the guy. Yeah. Why did he? Time. Why did he need to take the bullet and die? Why didn't he just prevent that from happening? They just prevented the end of the world. He can't prevent from one guy firing his gun. I am genius. Lost with what you're talking about. The you scene. got genius. <laughs> At the end, Neil, like he even said, "Hey, take my third. I've got something to do. He was basically going to He's die. Going to walk to... in and be and go into. He was going to get pit. shot. Yeah, he dies yeah. at the end. You, you realize he he basically sacrifices himself at the end. Yes, because he's like it's already happened. I and I yeah. He like reversed his reversal, and then he's going to go play it out in forward time. Okay, yeah, here's another. That part, question for you to that think. part's not. I mean, that's like you know the end of the <laughs> that movie. That part's not like, so genius. No, it's, <laughs> that's that medium. That genius. part's wearing a little bit of a helmet. Okay, <laughs> if we have to. No, only because they didn't. He didn't tell the story about him reversing back to go do that. He 
What? No, but you, you that he was understood. You saw the, that part. Yes, it was told by the little thing on his backpack. Yeah, that's the how backpack. Like, oh, yes, that's I Neil. Understand. Right. Oh, yeah. shit. He's the guy that was on the floor dead. Yes, he was. Yes, I know. Okay. Why did he need to die? Because if he's not there, he's not going to take the shot for the other guy. But why did he need to take the shot? Why can't he just disarm the guy or shoot him or wear – again, wear a fucking bulletproof vest? Because then we would need another like 15 minutes of movie to see like, <laughs> oh, there was a struggle and like, oh, shit, it's he got already in the way. Oh, he was hours. shot. It's already seven hours long. It's fine. Yeah, right. Yeah. We can see the twinkle vampire guy just beat the shit out of him. <laughs> the evil Russian dude Which, is fine. It's so funny because he, he, he looks like shit at his age. <laughs> Well, he's the new Batman now, so you better be nice to him. Well, he's 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 pretty old because. Yeah, you didn't know that he's the new. Yeah, he's in the new Batman. He's the new Batman. It went back to somebody else. I don't. It's not him. No, there's a new. No, they're pretty much done with it. Yeah, Warner Brothers is going to have two DC universes. In one of them, there's a new movie called that's coming out that's just called The Batman, and it's with him, and he's playing Batman. And then the other one. You're thinking of is where Michael Keaton is going to be reprising his role as Batman, but that's a, like literally another like universe that they have. But wait, yes, wait, Robert, wait. They Robert have Pattinson. Those? What about uh, oh, not Matt Damon? Uh, Matt Damon. Oh, Matt Damon. <laughs> oh, the the other guy, Ben Affleck. Who, so Ben, no, Affleck, he's gone. Okay, no, yeah, Ben Affleck was supposed to come back and be in the movie where Michael Keaton is also Batman. There's going to be two people playing Batman at various ages or something like that. Affleck is out. Michael Keaton is still in. So it's kind of like, you know how they have like the Batman movies and they had like Joker, which is kind of like tied into the universe, but is actually its own thing. So that's what they're going to do. So this new movie called The Batman with Robert Pattinson is closer to what like Joker was versus the what like Wonder Woman, Justice League and all that shit is. I'm confused because what's yes, going to happen very... when they try to do Justice League 2? Uh, they're not. First of all, they're not doing Justice League 2. Uh, and second of all, what do you mean? Uh, it's going to be nothing. Uh, if anything, if they did another Justice League two, it would be tied into Holy the movie where Michael, shit. where Michael Keaton is in it. That's confusing. Skippy? Yes, wow. it's very. Confusing. Well, you know Holy what? Hey, fucking shit! Snyder cuts coming out in a few months. I actually really want to see that. I really want to see it. I really, I'm really looking want to see forward it. to that. It's, it's going to be supposed to be what six or eight hours long. It's seven hours broken up into like three parts or something, or four parts or something. Like that. It's going to be fucking horrible. I cannot wait. <laughs> <laughs> Which means I'm gonna love it. Yeah, I can't wait till this argument. It's gonna be like this makes no sense. Why the hell is Batman wearing high heels? And Kevin's gonna be like, no, that's genius. Because if you can wait, <laughs> if you can make Batman do all that in high heels, and I have a boner because of it, then you're a genius. Okay, <laughs> that's right. You can park the whole Batmobile right here, big boy. <laughs> the entire Batmobile. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think we're in agreement. Ten is a terrible fucking movie. Yeah, oh, <laughs> I have to go back to this whole Max Neal thing because the whole part is is that like I understand that this whole the whole thing that Christopher Nolan is saying is okay. Let's say there's not time travel per se, but you can reverse the flow of time. So what the fuck was Neil doing? Even even if it wasn't Max. If he was from the future when the protagonist like had all this set up and had trained him and everything, w- did he just sit and jerk it for like seventeen years while he was, it was, it was going a back through time? Inception 
pincer movement. No, but he would have to go back through time. If he was coming from the future, he had to, uh, for uh, like a one-to-one, he had to sit around uh, like breathing his special oxygen. No, they were both in real time. No, no, Neil, no, no, but Neil he had to travel. Neil was not in real time. Neil was he had to travel. Again at the end. No, 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 you guys are talking about two different times. In order to get to this timeline, he had to travel backwards. So, yes, Jerry is saying that, like, for, like, 20 years, he would have to walk around with his fucking oxygen tank while he no, lived he, in reverse, and then he could take it off, flip, and move forward no, again. No, at, yes. at the end of the movie, they were both there. What? Yes, and he said That's this not- has been the culmination of a long friendship. Like yeah, he's we've from been the friends future. for years. Yeah, so he was from the future. Friends for years with the protagonist. Then he's like, okay, here it's 2040. I need to go back to 2020. And then he has to basically get in a little fucking turnstile, which does all it does is open up another door, and somehow you're going backwards through time. What the fuck? And then and he, he inverted again. Sit, in, he was in inverted. And he, but he had to be inverted for those twenty years to get yes. back to twenty twenty, exactly. where no, he got he to inverted and then inverted again, again, and then, and then he was going forward. Yeah, but yeah, but yeah, but Kevin, gone. he was inverted but forward. Kevin, Kevin, oh, Kevin, Kevin. No, Kevin. They explained. They said. They even said when uh, when the protagonist goes in before he gets into the car, they even tell him they're like the world is inverted, but you're not. So you basically you're moving backwards in time, but you're aging normally. So if you wanted to go back 20 years, you literally have to live 20 years to go back it's that not far. It's time machine. Right. It you don't just, just changes the direction the you're going. Right. So yes. if you walked in one direction for three miles and you're gone to something years in the future, and he went had to go back to get years? Yes. He yes. actually says that. They knew, they knew each other in the future. So he had to travel back 20 years by literally living backwards for 20 years. How the but, fuck did he do that? I mean, that's not the story at the moment right that's not the no. movie but no that is the movie that happened it's, it's a basic tenet of the movie Ooh. oh you like that oh, oh. Fuck Mike, that's a mic that mic that's a mic job yeah <laughs> <laughs> so no, it's again just one of those things that you're always like oh how did he do wait that makes no fucking sense right that's why it's genius. Because uh, you don't give a fuck uh, about that shit until the end when you start. Obviously, I do. Yeah, and clearly so do I. <laughs> <laughs> but when you watch the movie, you were like, huh, huh, huh. And then you. Yes, because I had no idea what the fuck was going on. Yeah, that's exactly it. While I was watching it, I'm like, it, I don't know what the fuck's it. happening. No, I don't. Here's the thing I, I, I will stand by what I said. It is entertaining to watch. It, it, but the reason it doesn't work is because if you enjoy it, if you turn your brain off and just watch it and enjoy it, okay, fine. But it, that's not the kind of movie it is. It is not the turn your brain off kind of movie. So if you're forcing me to sit there and think and figure it out, then I'm going to figure out that you're full of shit and this movie makes no sense. And then the movie's crap. <laughs> but when uh, you watched we, we it had, for two and a half hours, you enjoyed Kevin, it. We had in-depth discussions about also this. also kevin i'm gonna i'm gonna ask you one more thing before before we wrap this up since we're way over time really quick watch that movie again and explain this part to me i'm gonna probably very, watch it like 30 times by the yeah, way yeah you would be, yeah because that's what all geniuses do let me ask 30, you this 30 so days. yeah uh in the very beginning when they do the opera raid 
And I only noticed, I noticed this before I, I asked Jerry about this. So I, I, I obviously had no idea what the fuck was going on in the movie, and I didn't know anything about the action thing. And I thought it was just done just for the sake of highlighting who the protagonist of the movie was. But when they're rating the opera thing, there's one scene in the beginning where all the SWAT guys are lined up, and you see them all. You see all their faces, and all their faces are fogged up except for the protagonist. Keeping in mind the way the whole mask and oxygen thing works, and it's working in reverse, let me know if you if you think that that means something or whether that's just an effect just to so you can see uh, the main actor's face. Because if it's not, that means that either he's inverted during the opera scene or they're all inverted in the opera I think scene. he's normal. And I didn't ask for an answer right now. Uh, yeah, see, I don't think either because if awesome. you're inverted, awesome. you yeah, but if you're inverted, you're going to be walking backwards you people are going to be like what the fuck's wrong with him uh, no, he's walking no, backwards no, 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 no unless those people knew that they would be inverted and they're walking in such a way that makes them look like they're moving forwards okay I mean, you, you need have, to have some fucking... serious fucking training for that dude uh, yeah I serious here's you the thing to... but once again if that's if that's inconsequential then that falls in line with everything else where it's like why the fuck is this part of the movie no, it if just it's not doesn't meant make to be sense Okay, like Nothing in that the movie. one no, inverted but, bullet in there, like fog or no fog. The, the 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 inverted bullet in the uh, in in the opera house that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, Be, I, you know, totally like Neil was there, and hard. I think that's just saying like, oh, Neil was here. Look, see, there was an inverted bullet. Like that that doesn't make any sense. It, it doesn't make sense. You're absolutely fucking correct. Because when when that um like scientist woman and right after the opera scene puts two bullets on the table and then she like holds her hands up, like did it go through a chamber and she's holding it like it's an object instead of a person so you don't see it moving until you do some kind of thing with intent to pull it like. Like, yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Is a forward person able to actually interact with an inversion? Yeah, that, like, that so part didn't make any sense. There's a whole yeah. layer of this science shit that doesn't make any sense. I totally As agree. I said, it's a cool thought experiment. Yes. It just doesn't work out. I but it's not, no, see, I disagree. I don't think it's a thought experiment because a thought experiment has like is thought through and is an experiment. No. This no. is one guy no. who just either was high or drunk, had one stupid idea and made he a does. movie out of it yes i totally there's fucking, no thought in it Nolan comes up with well, what if and yes. like he's like yes. i'm gonna put it that's what he comes up with a what if he doesn't fucking explain everything and yet it's still entertaining i call that genius oh my god it doesn't fucking make sense at all. Yeah, it's like when somebody becomes president, doesn't think it through at all, doesn't have <laughs> no idea what the fuck they're doing, destroys a country. Genius. That's <laughs> genius. That is genius. Uh, I I find it hard to be- say it's not genius. Like that. Oh, Kevin, fucking right. Kevin, Kevin. Hey, I'm saying it's smart. Kevin, name to a, to, to a special Listen. website. <laughs> no, the I, fact I'm that he going to say this. the entire like half the country to get elected. I mean, yeah, I do have to agree with that. He did get 70 fucking like, people. You know, After everything he did, 70 million people still voted for him. So, yeah, that's kind of genius. I have to agree I'm, that. I'm just being objective to that. Yeah, the, no, that's true. I'm not okay. saying. Okay, so what, we, so what we figured out today is that. So, Tenet sucks. Donald Trump is a genius. Don't say that <laughs> shit. <laughs> this, is the, this is the world we live in. All right, I hated Tenet. Just like. I hate or maybe it's the world that we're 
inverted in or by the way to live in or uh, uh, wait no i'm, I'm there's a movie coming out called the glitch in the matrix by the way that i sent you guys where they talk yeah about, no i want to watch that i want to see it yeah yeah talk about us living in a simulation but anyway we're way over time so we got to wrap it up so Can since it's maybe no 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 not good night yeah because it's the first it's the first podcast of the year we have to yeah. have some inspiring yeah, closing yeah. thoughts no you know what my final thoughts is i love kevin Kevin's a genius. He's he's Kevin's genius. Okay. He's, no, no, no. I came up with an uh, algorithm. Oh, okay. I, yeah, exactly. Uh, it's true. It's true. He is the uh, the Kevin. Uh, what was it? The Kevin value. Whatever the fuck we. I don't know. I'd have to. Oh, Kevin listen. has the highest Kevin score of anything in the world. Yeah. I no, but we had we had specific Kevin. good names for it then I've had too much peanut butter whiskey to actually remember them. Okay, we're but um, you know what? I, I, I think I, I, if 2020, if no, no, if 2021 is worse than 2020, then you know what? Hats off to 2021. It's genius. <laughs> if it's a completely incoherent mess. Then 2021 is genius. All right. Uh, Kevin, what's your closing <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Great. <laughs> hey, you, you know what? All the genius mm-hmm. comments. Yes. Okay. Well, for uh, for for 2021, let's have more than what four episodes? Yes. For season three. <laughs> yes. Let's make sure we do that. Uh, Kevin, thank you for going in depth on cyberpunk and 80s. By the way, I appreciate it. That was really great. You've convinced me to download Hades, so I'm oh, going to go do that. That's so thank you for that. That's great. You don't have to download Cyberpunk, but definitely download I am not going to. Uh, it's just too genius for me. Uh, Jerry, thank you for also being here. I, I, I'm not even going to have a final thought. Just fucking learn from 2020 and do better in 2021. That's it. That's it. Yay. Yeah. Anyway, a pleasure to hear from both of you. And uh, yes, let's please do more of these this year than we did yeah, last year. I, I would really like to. I enjoy this. I have, I'm optimistic about 21, so I think we'll, we'll be able to do that. Good. Good. Cool. All right. I'll talk to you guys later then. Peace. Good night. This has been a production of It's Just Me Studios.